Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is Tuesday, the 7th of June. And hey, I don't know if I've said this lately, but guess what? This year's flying by. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't. Um, What's up, guys? How you doing? How's everybody feeling? How's everybody doing? And also, I don't know, how's everybody feeling? I hope everybody is having a fantastic week. This is a weird slow kind of quick kind of slow week that is like i'm just looking forward to summer games fest and then jeff Keeley wants to come out and say not don't look forward to it in a way kind of maybe i'm exaggerating it a bit um but other than that i mean uh it was a very busy day for me today let's say that i go get an oil change my uh what do they call it the um the skid cover on my car, there's like two of them, and one of them was missing, so the other one couldn't stay on because the the brackets weren't there, apparently. I don't even know what all this means, but basically, I start driving down the road, and uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, my car's got new oil, got new air filters, it's, it's running nice, I got the air on, got some music playing, it's nice and chill, it's a little rainy outside, so the windows are up, hanging out, having fun, um... Then, out of nowhere, I feel a vibration on the on the under the car. It was just like gung 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 gung. I was like, "Holy shit!" They fucked up my car entirely. And then I realized, like, as I slow down, it stops. And then I speed up a bit, and it happens again. It just keeps happening. And as I go faster, it gets louder and faster. Just clang 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 clang, and I can hear it. I roll down the windows for a second, and you can hear it echo in the area I'm in, just like behind the buildings and shit, and. I pull into a lot, I look under my car, and the skid cover is hanging, and it looks like it's hanging about an inch from the ground, and it is a uh, piece of aluminum that is nice and, I guess, screwed in there or bracketed up on one half, and then the other half is just hanging and scraping the ground, but uh, I guess the wind and the bounce of the car, once you start driving, that shit just, like, picks up the aluminum and just clang, clang, clang. Like, it's just metal on metal slapping as I'm driving down the road. And uh, mind you, I'm already down, like, maybe a mile down the road, I think. Maybe a little more than a mile. And it's just, oh my god, it was so embarrassing. It was, like, so loud. I saw people looking at me. Other cars were, like, looking at me as as I stopped at red lights. One guy literally stopped and was like, you okay? Everything good? And I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go get this fixed so that has been my day i did that i had to go run home do a bunch of errands go to the store i had to do so much i had to take out my dog a bunch of stuff so my day was very busy yesterday and i did not get to do a lot but what i did do was get into the switch as i said last episode i am gonna dive into some of my switch games this week since i am outside of my house and one game I tried today was Luigi's Mansion, and I'll give my brief impressions of it um, simply due to the fact that it is kind of a, not a old game, but maybe more of a forgotten game where people might not even know it exists or have any you know mindset to peep it or go check it out. During a time where there's not many games to play, it is important to know what games are good, what games are bad, what games are worth checking out, what games are not, and... So far, uh, I mean, obviously it's been reviewed very well. 
So far, my initial impressions of Luigi's Mansion is very positive. I actually really like it. It's really weird. I don't. I think the only thing I don't like so far is some of the flashlight controls, how it's kind of connected to the right stick. It can kind of be like tank controls. So if you move right, the character moves right. It doesn't try to aim towards the right of your screen. Um, but you can do like a full 360 as you're holding right on the right stick. So it's kind of like tank controls with the right stick. Uh, walk around normal with the left stick. And I am addicted to vacuuming anything and everything I run into. That is very satisfying. Uh, some of the, I just got done with the first little boss fight, or I guess enemy fight. I'm not sure if it was a boss. Didn't have a name. Wasn't a big character. Uh, it was, it was a couple of the small ghosts and I got through that battle. That was pretty cool. Had to flash them, then, uh, suck them up. And after I sucked them up, uh, they were struggling really hard to get away and I sucked them up even harder. And then sure enough, I got them in my vacuum and it was pretty cool, man. I actually enjoyed a lot. The, what's weird is that there is a lot more, and it's very subtle. Is a, there are, are a lot more vocal lines from Charles Martinet, Matinee Martinet, that he actually gets to display here. He's voicing obviously the main, you know, Mario Luigi. I forgot who else. I guess it was just them. Uh, and he says stuff. You know, he says good night and uh, hi, bye. You know, he's actually like saying words and, and talking. He's like, oh no, or, you know, shit like that. Very basic stuff, but he's putting more work than the ha, <laughs> all that kind of shit he does in like Smash and Mario and Let's Go and all that stuff. Like he is actually saying other words and it's kind of weird to hear, but it, it, it's, pre it's pretty cute how he like talks. So like at the beginning, you get to walk into Mario's hotel room and it's already turned into like a dark haunted hotel so he's gone and he's like mario like he actually gets to say it like that and uh man everything in this game scares him it's like you know you know that scene in snoop snoopy what the fuck am i talking about scooby do where like shaggy and scooby get separated from the gang and they're just getting scared by everything and they're just trying to like be all whimsical and goofy and there's things keep popping up to scare them. That's basically what happens in this entire game. You get to run into a lot of things that scare, like every little thing Luigi runs into scares them. Um, but it's kind of like comical. It hasn't really overdone it yet, at least for me, not in the beginning. And I, yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. I think I'm going to dive into it more tomorrow and kind of get back to you guys on like how I'm thinking of it or like what, what I think of it really. Uh, it is a weird game because i never played the other you know the other older luigi mansion i didn't play one and two so uh this is a new experience for me and so far i actually really like it um for what it's worth so yeah i, I i'm thinking about either hitting up luigi's mansion i'll have like a lot more time tomorrow so i can probably do both but hitting up luigi's mansion trying out zelda breath of the wild because I still haven't beaten it. Um, maybe getting the Mario Kart DLC. Maybe buying WarioWare or Wii Sports. I'm debating between that. I don't know what I want to do on my Switch this week. It's a it's a full open week and I'm just like, man, I'm getting a day off. Going to go get some nice, delicious burgers. Uh, Going to be 
chilling, you know, have at home ready for the summer games fest that we're going to talk about in a second. And I'll just be sitting there with my switch ready to go. So I'm excited, man. I can't wait to dive more into my switch. It, it's such a great console. And I, I just, I keep forgetting how good it is. Like I remember when I play smash that it's just like one of the best consoles ever made. And then of course all that is kind of put in the back of my mind as I like play PS five or Xbox or PC uh, I just completely forget about it or, you know, unless there's a, a Pokemon game that's out, it's easy for me to just like look the other way. But uh, Luigi's Mansion is pretty, pretty freaking solid. And, you know, it's one of those games, first party games that is actually built really well. Unlike the sports games that we were kind of talking about in the last episode, these are the kind of games that are like actually polished and really well made and fun and unique. Um so so far I like it. Let's that's that's the basis of what I'm getting at. So moving on, I want to start getting into the Summer Games Fest, which is an event happening on Thursday, June 9th, and it is going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern time. You can do the math on the other hours, but uh, it is it's a mixed bag of many different developers kind of coming out saying, Hey, here's, here's our games. It's basically like an E3, um, which is obviously not happening this year. But the good thing is, I mean, we always have summer game fest to fall back on now that Jeff Kelly has kind of filled that spot, which is an amazing thing. First of all, because he's done such a great job with the game awards where it is just a pure celebration of gaming. You get awards and you get new trailers, new reveals, uh, iconic moments from voice actors and industry leaders that you never really see on the same stage or in the same building. And it's amazing that these things are happening all thanks to Jeff Keighley. Um, so all props go to him for all the things that have been happening. But uh, of course, Summer Game Fest is, you know, just more. It's it's more. It's an extended uh, chance to experience some of the Game Awards fun, that flair that we get in the late part of the year now we get it in the middle of the year so to start off this whole segment let's start off with what he said on twitter regarding what to expect let's temper expectations early and then we'll get into some of the confirmed uh information we'll dive into some of the non-confirmed information so according to a twitter spaces conversation he was having he downplayed any megaton shocks and said what I would say is that a lot of the games we're going to show you are going to be announced, like already announced. Games are going to show new content to you, like some of the ones I mentioned. And that's all he says, like some of the ones I mentioned. Um, so I, it sounds like there's not going to be any big shocking reveals, but it sounds like we are getting a lot of information about games we kind of want to know about, in my, in, in my opinion. Like a lot of things that we are very curious about, at least I would hope you are. And according to his Twitter, he has a bunch of things listed here that are some of the reveals that are already confirmed that will be there on the day. Let me find the tweet. Okay, here it goes. Summer Game Fest. This is a tweet um, from, or I guess through Jeff Keighley, through Proxy. Who's ready for more Summer Game Fest? The fun continues with our showcase event on Thursday, hosted by Jeff Keighley with, and these are some of the things that are confirmed, um... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 first campaign demo. 
Uh, that's pretty interesting. You get to see Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I can't wait to see that. I feel like the gameplay is going to look amazing. I'd like to see some of the multiplayer. I'd like to see Warzone 2, but campaign will be fine. I actually enjoyed the campaign of the first new Modern Warfare, and it was, it was freaking awesome. So, next up, the Callisto Project, or Project Protocol, which was recently shown again, I believe, at the State of Play. Now it's going to be... Uh, at the Summer Games Fest in the form of a of a game demo, which is something I think we're all kind of interested in. Uh, of course, this is the Dead Space like that is um, coming out in December, according to the State of Play recently. So more gameplay is always welcome. That's something I would like to see more of. Uh, on the contrast, something I don't really care to see more of, Gotham Knights. Apparently there will be a Gotham Knights reveal I'm sure it's probably going to be more of the story, maybe a main villain, maybe um, just a new trailer. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and then another one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which I'm sure is either going to be tied to some Fast 9, Fast 10, whatever the hell it is, project, or it'll probably be Fortnite. Fortnite, which means we'll probably get more Fortnite information, of course. And then another little little tidbit he added in here. We get to see Cuphead, the delicious last course. Of course, that is the expansion, the DLC pack to Cuphead. Uh, one of the most recent games I got into that is like one of those unique, very, very unique style game that, of course, the art style is like hasn't really been done by anyone else for the most part in the gaming world. And it is, it is such a beautiful game with it just being a cartoon and they have a show on it on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's kind of kitty, kind of not. It's like weird. I think it kind of is aiming for a teenage demographic. But I, I love Cuphead, and I can't wait to at least try or you know see some of this DLC. I never beat the game, so I don't even know if I'll be able to access it. I probably have to beat it, or maybe not, because why would you have to beat the whole game? But um, pretty exciting that we get to see some of it at the Summer Games Fest. There was another thing. Let me scroll up a bit and double check because he's been he's been posting nonstop on Jeff Kelly's uh, Twitter. A bunch of uh, oh here's one Warhammer Forty Thousand Darktide, which is uh, getting a brand new gameplay trailer at the Summer Games Fest. I feel like they're giving away the whole thing, but it's two hours, so I'm not tripping too much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is I think that's it. Resident Evil got it confirmed for uh, Mac, which is really weird, but that was at WWDC 22. Anyways, uh, anyways, that is basically all that's confirmed right now so far, at least that I can tell. Uh, maybe missed one. There is a hype trailer that he always does before the Game Awards and Summer Games Fest that is posted and pinned on his Twitter, at Jeff Keighley. Um, and, of course, it gets you hype. It has all this beautiful music. It has mixes of different games, you know, it's basically to celebrate gaming, and some of these games might not even be at the event because it's showing a lot. <laughs> it goes from like Plague Tale to um, Gotham Knights to Elden Ring, which we've already played. So it's showing all all the kind of things we've been dealing with over the past year and what to look forward to in the future. So excited! If you want to get hyped, uh, go watch that trailer. It's it's a basically a nice kickoff point for the week for Summer Games Fest. Moving on from that, let's go right into some of the predictions that me and the boys came up with today in our group text, which is always awesome. Uh, let me pull up my notes, wherever the frick it is. Okay, let's talk about some things that might be there. 
Let's talk about some things that may be there. Let's talk about some things that probably, and let's be real, most of these probably won't be there. But here's the thing. He tried to temper expectations, right? He tried to go, hey, don't get too excited. There's not going to be any megaton shocks. There's only going to be announced games, which, yes, me as a hype beast, I'm definitely going to be like, oh, there's a lot of things that were announced already years ago that we have not seen anything on. So put your money where your mouth is, Jeff. Let's see it. Let's freaking see it. I know you're like, oh, don't get too hyped. There's not going to be big announcements. I say, don't tell me that. I'm going to expect big announcements anyways. And I'm sure a lot of people are as well. Uh, I will say it is always best to temper expectations. And none of, like like, like I said, this would be a dream if all the things I'm about to say are going to come true, which I don't think all these are going to come true. These are just things that could happen now that he's opened the door to, hey, these are mostly announced games. Okay, let's talk about some of the announced games. Uh, Let's start with Nintendo, which they haven't really confirmed a Nintendo Direct for any new announcements, but I also hear that it's going to be a different type of um, year for them this time. So according to them, they might not do a direct and it might just be this or vice versa. They might not have anything here and might have something elsewhere. Um, So we'll see on that. Splatoon 3, we might get some gameplay or uh, something related to that, which would be cool. I don't think we need to see it, but could be cool. Uh, Bayonetta 3, another announced game that we haven't seen much on at all. And from what I've heard, it should be kind of progressing well in development. But, I mean, who's, you know, rumors are rumors, so there's no telling. That could be a complete fabrication. It might be far from the truth. So take any of this with a grain of salt, including Bayonetta 3. But it would be nice to see that. I feel like that is one of the weird games that can kind of be announced now and, like, released in the winter uh, if it's far along enough in development, that would be kind of cool to see. But at the same time, I don't know how reliable some of those sources are. So, um, yeah. Metroid 4. A megaton shock for sure, whatever he said. Um, but it's announced. I mean, you can't really get around it. It's not a reveal. I get it. But it's a, it's you know, it's announced. This is one of those, like, pipe dreams that I'm like, he says to temper your expectations. I feel like you wouldn't say that if you had Metroid 4 in the tuck. But uh, that is a, a, a shallow dream I'm ch- I'm constantly chasing. So uh, we'll see if it's there or not. I'm not. Don't get your hopes up for that one, really. Moving on a little bit from Nintendo, uh, kind of in a way. Hollow Knight could also be there. Silk Song. There have been rumors, of course. Um, there have been, you know, there was a tweet that Jeff Keighley was like, hey, um... There's nothing better than getting a world premiere trailer sent to your email because he's obviously getting the show together. And then who liked it? Apparently two develop two developers, two developers of Hollow Knight. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, and I think they also like tweeted. It's not just a like. They go, hey, uh, I agree. It's pretty great. Wink, wink, rattle, rattle. Like, all right. What are you talking about? Are you talking about Silk Song? Because it's been three freaking years since that first trailer. What is going on with that game? I'm personally not extremely hyped for it, but my friends are. And I like when my friends are happy. So it'd be kind of cool if they can get it. Uh, and, you know, just release the damn game. It's been too long. It doesn't look like it's going to outsell Horizon or anything or Last of Us. So, you know, just let that thing go. Um, or you probably could. Who knows? This day and age. Um, 
Um, um, um, um, um, um, um, um, um. EA has a couple things. Mass Effect, Dragon Age 4, Skate 4. I doubt we'll see Skate 4. We saw a Twitter post recently, or I guess a video, where it was showing very, very early in development assets where the textures weren't even down. They just had the polygons and they were skating on it and stuff. So that's far, far, far from release. But it would be cool if they put something together. I highly doubt they will. Um, Moving on from that, Mass Effect, of course, they had a logo not too long ago. Um, I'm not sure how far in development that one probably is, but it's another one that has a potential to show up in some form or fashion. Dragon Age 4 recently had a title reveal, which was... Um, revealed on Twitter, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Because Dragon Age, Dragon Age is one of those games, like, I think the last one was Inquisition, which got Game of the Year, weirdly enough. But, uh, it's, it's one of those games that I don't have a lot of high hopes for. I didn't really like Dragon Age Inquisition at all. I thought it was very dated, very, uh, weak, and some people look back and go, wow, how did that win Game of the Year? But it's, you know... It won it. <laughs> I mean, I, in its defense, I don't think there was a lot of things going on that year. So who knows what that really is going to be whenever the new one comes out. But uh, it's been a long time since that game came out. I think it was like 2014 when Dragon Age Inquisition came out. Really, really weird. 2014 was a dead year, I believe. I believe. Don't quote me on that. I'm not looking at a year. Uh, I'm not looking at a list, rather. Dragon Age 4 is called Dragon Age Dreadwolf. That was recently announced. So... Could be cool. It sounds like they're progressing pretty well with that. That could easily show up here. Uh, who knows how far into development it is, of course, for any of these games, but that is one that has potential. One random one random game I was kind of hoping for was Quantum Dreams uh, Star Wars Eclipse, which could be pretty interesting. That was the one that was uh, revealed last year and is basically... A, they All they've had was a very cinematic um trailer for it and it looked of course it looked amazing it was it was cgi but it was one of those games that like you look at the trailer and then you go okay cool and then at the end you see quantic dreams you're like what the hell is this game gonna be is it gonna be you know like detroit become human or is it gonna be like you know alan wake is you know they're also making redfall will we see redfall at the event um moving you know as, as well as all these games you also have maybe Jedi Fallen or Jedi Fallen Jedi uh, Survivor. Could we see that? Who knows? But uh, Star Wars Eclipse is one of those weird games where you're like, all right, this could be anything. It could show up anywhere. Who knows what this is? We have like very little information. Uh, all we know is Star Wars Eclipse, according to their official website, is a new action adventure, multiple character branching narrative game set in the High Republic of the iconic star wars galaxy so it's going to be very interesting as i always say i say that term a lot it's very uh, very much a permanent mainstay in my lexicon (laughs) um star wars eclipse looks cool i like i said there's very little information so i don't even know if we'll see that at all but it is very an interest is wow i did not know how to use words today it is very much an interesting uh announcement a game a project what a weird combination you would never think quantic dreams as a quantum dreams probably earlier quantic dreams is gonna you know dive into the star wars galaxy it's very cool to see that kind of merge 
and I'm very interested to see what that game looks like. Of course, we have Callista Protocol, uh, Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel to Plague Tale, uh, I think it was Plague Tale Innocence? Plague, Plague Tale... Plague Tale... Yeah, Plague Tale Innocence, which was on multiple consoles. I think the second one is going to be maybe exclusive, which I am hoping it's not, but from what I hear, I think... Uh, okay, it says it's going to be on multiple consoles. They made it seem like it was going to be a exclusive, so I'm not sure why I was thinking that. But Playtel Requiem looks cool. Can't wait to see more on that. I did not finish the first game, of course, because why would I? You guys, you guys expect too much of me, of course. But I think Playtel Requiem has an easy... Uh, opportunity to kind of show up at the Summer Games Fest and show out and be one of these beautiful next-gen games that could be something that, like, stands out from the rest. But I'm not sure if it's going to... Time out. Okay, I don't know what console this is on. It says Plague Tale Requiem is going to be on Nintendo Switch. Huh? Xbox Series X, Series S, uh, PS5, and Windows. But that is... That is weird, man. Uh, I wonder if we'll see Forspoken. It's a Square Enix game. It's just a random... Okay, on their official website, it says Switch, uh, Xbox Series S, X, and PS5 and PC. So, it's coming out on damn near everything. I don't know how that thing's going to run on a Switch. I guess they're just making it work somehow, or they'll probably do a stream thing. But, could be cool to see that. Another one added to the list. Evil West is a... One of those games that I was like, the the reveal trailer for that was like so freaking dope. I I thought it was so sick. It's like western. You're blowing people up. You're you're you have these dope ass guns. Uh, it looks super cool. It says it's coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S in 2022. It according to their Twitter and their wiki it says this game is coming out this year. So this is another game we could potentially see at Summer Games Fest. Give us a fall slash winter release date and kind of put that in the books but again who knows it could be very far off it could be delayed for all we know but according to their twitter they're still holding a 2022 thing and they've been posting new pictures on their twitter with these dope ass demons and creatures and you have these like wicked guns and stuff like wrapped around your arms it it looks it looks so cool. And it looked like it was running good in the original first trailer. So uh, high potential for that to show. Endless Dungeon is another game that I feel like we haven't heard much about. I know we saw that. I think it was at the last Summer Games Fest. Or it was at the uh, Game Awards. I can't remember. But Dungeon of the Endless. Wow, there's a game called Dungeon of the Endless. Of the, uh, according to Steam, the release date is to be announced. So we are not seeing anything. It is made by Sega Amplitude Studios, or published by Sega, developed by Amplitude Studios. It is a top-down, isometric, Diablo-like. I think it's three players, and you. It's it's considered a roguelite tactical action game, according to Steam. And it could be cool. I don't know if this could show, maybe, but uh, it seems like 
if they're still aiming for a 2022 release date is another one with high potential to pop its little head out and give us some more details. I wonder though, cause I wonder here's my, here's my thoughts to kind of wrap this up. There is, there's an opportunity for other things to show, right? They should, they, he says that there's not going to be a bunch or a lot of uh, paraphrasing of course of megaton shocks, but he never really specified that there wouldn't be at least one, right? What would be a megaton shock? I don't know. God of War release date. Could we get that? Could we get a new trailer? Could we get Last of Us Factions? You know, you can still kind of hold hope for some of these other predictions that we've been like harping for for years. A Metroid uh, a full remaster or whatever. Uh, one one thing I really want that may not even be considered a megaton shock. Maybe, I guess it would be. Tekken 8? Tekken Tag 3? Mortal Kombat 12? Injustice 3? Uh, whatever the Marvel version of NetherRealm's MK game would be. Like the Injustice for Marvel. There's a lot of potential in the fighting game scene. That a lot of these games have ended their developments. They've closed out their DLC cycle. And you know, you're kind of waiting for that next little pump of what's the next project. And I think, you know, it's been a while since Tekken 7 stopped their DLC development. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 has been ended for a while. And what else was there? Injustice, of course, is very old. So these developers can kind of go any way they want. And I think if if NetherRealm somehow works out a Marvel game, a Marvel version of Injustice, that would be bonkers. But, of course, here's holding out hope for some of my predictions that I really, really want. And some of my friends' predictions that they really, really want. And I hope that it's anywhere near you know, some of the games that we've listed here. I hope some of these are there at least. I know, of course, it is like it would have to be perfect scenario. That tweet would have never happened. And it would have been the perfect alignment of stars for all of this to happen. But it's never that easy, is it? It's never that simple. I think that a lot of these have potential. I think a lot of the um, first party big megaton shocks, there could at least be one there. You know, I, I wouldn't erase hope for any of that because I feel like he could say, yeah, there's not going to be a lot, but, you know, there there's this... God of War release day at the end, or, you know, there's not going to be a ton of things in this two-hour span, but there's going to be a factions mode in there, you know what I'm saying? It could be a lot of things like that. Maybe we'll see more Sonic Frontiers. I don't know why I just thought of that, but there there could be that too, which I, I heard people do not like. So, <laughs> I, I don't know where I got that idea out of nowhere. I just, it popped in at the last second, I spewed it out. So, I'm sorry, but hey, it's Pre-pre-pre-Friday, of course. I'm just joking. It is Tuesday. Hope you guys had a fantastic Tuesday. I hope you guys, you know, are as excited as I am for Summer Games Fest. I'm taking off work. I'm going to chill at home. I might even stream it. So I'll let you guys know if I do that. But all in all, I'm I'm hyped. I'm ready. Even if, even if he says there's not any megaton announcements, there are tons, tons of announced games, as he put it, that we need more details on and i for one am way too excited for all that stuff so even if we just get a little bit of this i'll be satisfied i uh will take his word as to not go in with the highest of hopes but i think i will be ready and i think i'll be satisfied with whatever he gives because 
Jeff Keighley doesn't really let us down. And I think that's the most important thing to remember is that Jeff actually cares and puts on a good show for the most part with uh, very little issues. And he doesn't really disappoint too much. So uh, I can't wait. I hope you guys are excited. And I will see you guys tomorrow for more video game content. Bye, guys.